like there's tons of situations in our lives where we continuously have to start over and how how do we respond to, to that adversity to yeah. that adversity and i feel like it touched on that and it touched on like how starting over doesn't always have to be necessary. yes there's some hardship yes you don't want to do it but there can be some some light at the end of that tunnel like starting over there can be yeah, some happy new, moments right. yeah right. a new life doesn't mean or a new a new journey doesn't mean that it's a worse journey or like it's it has to be a worse journey and, it's different yeah and dwelling on the old journey could sometimes cause you to be in a worse predicament than yeah. just enjoying get yourself new... yeah further down the thing welcome back to a, another episode of what we watching um if you saw last episode it was a movie we weren't too excited about, <laughs> about <laughs> discussing or, or didn't <clears throat> we weren't too excited about watching again or ever, but <laughs> on the docket today, we have two movies, one short and a, and a movie that I think we were, all three of us were pretty excited about or, or had good feelings yeah. about. So this one will be, if, if last, <laughs> if last, uh, last episode was stormy and kind of, kind of gloomy, especially with the subject material, which was Nomadland, um, this one will be. Actually, now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna say something about it. You like, know what I mean? Our feelings about yeah, it will be good, yeah. but still, still the subject tough, matter. Still, still tough yes, subject matter yes. and important discussions. Yeah. So, um, how you guys feeling today? Before we okay. get into this, yeah. I mean, not bad. Yeah, I, you got some. You got some excitement coming up soon. So. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm yeah, traveling. Trip, yeah. yeah nice. So, we but will, I, by the time this comes out, you will have traveled. Yeah, for sure. But um, like, but yeah, we can just jump right into it. The first uh, first we're this is gonna take over the the topic section we usually do, but um, the short film that I, it won an Oscar for best short. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Two distant strangers. So you want like initial thoughts or? Yeah. So yeah, what are your initial thoughts? What did you think it was gonna be going into it? And yeah. So um. I saw it on the docket and in another podcast that I listened to, which is uh, Brilliant Idiots, mm-hmm. um, they they briefly discussed it and they kind of gave away what the plot was about. Right. Um, so I knew what to expect going into it. And uh, while watching it, I think it the the way before we get too deep into the movie, mm-hmm. the way the movie ended, the way like they kind of want you to feel at the ending of the movie. It's kind of how I, how I started out Feel. the beginning of the movie. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm already like super like this this happens all the time like yeah. type of type of vibe. Um, so I think that if I didn't already have those feelings, like the the initial stuff in the beginning of the movie kind of would have been like more like impactful. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Not to say it wasn't, but I, it, like I said, I'm so like desensitized to it as like all right, yeah, yeah, all right, okay. So that that basically was my initial thoughts. Like, yeah. all right, it's a, it's another one of these. Your initial thoughts, Amari? Same. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> I think we all kind of, all kind yeah. of felt the same way. Yeah, yeah, same. I um, was just like, honestly, the first thing, I, I mean, I already knew what it was going to be about and everything. The thing that just like kept like being in my face the whole time was Joey Badass. Like, I didn't realize how fun and like delightful he was as an yeah, actor. I like... I, you know, obviously familiar with his his work as a, as an artist, a hip hop artist, rapper, 
um, who I also enjoyed that from. But I was like, we were talking about on the last pod, just like people we want to see more and stuff, and more stuff, or underrated, or whatever the case. Joey Badass can definitely, I could see him in stuff. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed him moving through this 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 short film. Um, yeah, it's it's Groundhog Day meets you know Black Lives Matter, I guess. Yeah, kind of. Like, and I, so for me, I didn't really have any idea what it was going to be about going into it. I just, I mean, I saw the <clears throat> the I guess the poster or the film art, and that was it. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. you see a black guy, you see the cop, and you're like, all right, where is this going to go? <laughs> but yeah. the two distant strangers, it kind of the title didn't really lead me into that. But then as soon as like I I started watching, and the first time I watched it, or like so basically, I'll I'll kind of give you the um the the plot. synopsis or the plot right, right. where it's a um a young black man who had just had a a great night <laughs> wakes up <laughs> awesome and then night. is trying to make it home to uh to feed his dog and he gets stopped by a police officer and ends up being um and the like the first one was he ends up being like choked out or 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 killed right or not or killed choked out and killed and then yeah. he wakes up and it was like it was a bad dream and that process repeats over and over over a hundred times um of him going to sleep trying to figure out how he's going to make it home gets killed by the police again once he and then as soon as he he dies he wakes up has to figure out how to do it again and the same exact stuff's happening over and over again every time um every time he uh no matter what he tries yeah no matter what no matter what he tries the the end result always is the same and a lot of the same things that are happening in the background or or like on the street are are repeating over and over. But um I thought I liked this short. I thought it was a creative way to 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 get this point across and um I uh, yeah, I think I think it was it was like it was pretty brilliant and brilliantly done. But it, one thing for me is as soon as I saw the first thing happen, like how it ended and he woke up i was like oh we're gonna go through this a whole lot whole, a whole lot more times <laughs> i was like i knew i was like it's gonna be it's gonna be the movie where or the short where it like you said kind of like groundhog dig and then i kind of compared it to if you guys saw see i know you guys saw it actually see you yesterday yeah mm-hmm. um by by it was produced by spike lee and i forgot i forgot the director's name but he's from south florida too but um i'm pretty sure but yeah it was. It kind of had that that feel to me, especially with the the lighting and kind of like the the source material and stuff. But um, yeah, there was, I mean, there was there was a bunch of symbolism and metaphors that I sure. liked. Um, I mean, to me, the things that they touched on, like you said, no matter what he did, he still ended up being killed by a cop. So mm-hmm. I feel like kind of touches on some you know some social justice things where they're kind of like, well, you should comply you get killed. Oh, you should develop a better relationship with the cops. There's a scene where he actually tries to do that and play on the cop's sensibilities right. and they have a long conversation and then at the end of, end of it, he still ends up getting killed. Mm-hmm. Oh, you should try taking this route, tries another route, killed. It just didn't matter what he did, he still gets killed. And he literally at the end says like, no matter what I do, this is the end result. But I'm never going to stop trying. trying to and it's kind of like them describing like what it is like to be a black person in America. It's kind of like no matter what we do or no matter what we're told the solution is, this still ends up being the end result. But I mean, we don't really have a choice but to keep trying to change um, the end result. So I, I like that uh, that metaphor. Then us as an audience 
in him as a person having to relive this experience yes. every day mm-hmm. is another metaphor about how like all of us like every single time one of this happened we kind of have to relive this mm-hmm. over and over and over and over again to the point where at the end of the film like he's be he himself he's a person who's getting killed every single day and he's become desensitized to it right. we as an audience become desensitized to it so it kind of touches on like how we as a black culture or as black people have become like super desensitized and i and to be honest i honestly think like to some other cultures For sure, they've yeah. become desensitized to oh, it was just yeah. another yeah. Black society yeah. period yeah. yeah we've all like gotten used to this yeah gotten used to it so i i enjoyed those type of of metaphors those that type of symbolism you know uh him you know getting shot and then his the the pool of blood being in the shape of uh africa like Mm -hmm. those types of things i i thoroughly enjoyed i I super enjoy like the messaging and i do think it was a creative way um to do things and i feel incredibly bad for the dog as well yeah poor dog yeah so and you you kind of touched on it but i wanted to i'm sorry to interrupt you amari i know you good. wanted to say um for it only being 29 minutes it felt way longer than than it was because of how many times they put you through the ringer right like explain this over and over again and i think that like that was that was super compelling if you were someone who has doesn't have the same experience that that we do as as black men and i think it was like a, a brilliant genius way to try to explain this to someone like they as you're watching it even as me i'm like All right, i'm kind of i'm tired of seeing this already like not tired of seeing this but you feel the the exhaustion and like the you get stressed and you're like yo how is he going to get out of this and i think that conveys it perfectly or maybe not perfectly i don't know if there's a perfect way to convey it but the best i've seen in a while um to just anyone watching and in a way that is easily not easily digestible but a medium film that um can be easily digestible or, or understood rather than like hearing about it or just reading something about it or, or seeing something on the news. Yeah, definitely. Um, and yeah, it's like <laughs> the film almost got me too. like, how are you saying you feel bad for the dog? I really thought he was going to get home. <laughs> like yeah. I really thought I was like, Oh, is this going to end like, do 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 like we love, like, you know, whatever. I don't know. But yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't get home. And it almost is chilling the ending because at first, I was like, "Wait, is this like a like a, a trippy like like pseudo magical vibe? Like, why is the cop like in on it almost?" He was like, yeah. "See you tomorrow," and I was like, no, "Wait a minute." And I think that's kind of like a commentary on like he understands like this is his domain and he's in control. You know what I mean? Like, this is his world. He's um, gonna keep you here. You know, literally, right? And I'm gonna keep <clears throat> you here. And I'm gonna keep doing this. Um, and so, yeah, like you said, Gabe, like, it's like, it was a very creative way of doing this. I'm personally, I'm, I, I don't want to keep watching these. Right. Um, I don't like watching black trauma over and over again. I don't want to see another slave movie. I don't want to see another black on black crime movie. Another, you know, that is, I'm kind of done with that. I'd like to see more, you know, there's more to us. Big and, facts. You know, we don't need a movie about this. We can just turn on the yeah, news. Just turn on the news. You'll see it. Um, Wait, did you guys watch the, um the link i sent you the so my uh my place of employment i don't know if i'm gonna say it but um they actually had a zoom call with the directors the two co-directors right. of it and they kind of explained a bunch of uh 
a bunch of this stuff and they they send it the the recording and I don't know if you guys I sent the mm-hmm. link but I don't know if you guys have watched it. Yeah. You you checked it out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um and <clears throat> you know, I loved a lot of what they talked about. And you know, that yeah, that that's I'm really some notes from it and after you go. Okay, I'll, yeah. I was yeah. gonna talk about it. Um Yeah, I I think overall it's like we're still in in the thing the main thing here is that this was not made for us and i think that's probably the most important thing you know to to ring home yeah this was made for you know the general public which is predominantly white yeah um they still need you know imagery and 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 themes and and just in your face material to you know show them what's going on um, you know, I mean, like, I mean, the cop even said, and he was like, I haven't talked to one of you like this for a long period of time. So I have no, cl- I had no clue. I had no clue what was going on. That you're smart. Or like, like you- wow. I, yeah. I had no clue. You have a life that you go home to? Like, it's like, you know, that's a lot. Of, people still think that in 2021, there's still people with that mindset. Um, and, um, yeah, I mean, there's a deep, deep, um, you know, people just don't know. Just an, uh, an, an innate ignorance to other people's lifestyles. And yeah. that's just based on how our culture was designed, you know. And so to have something like this, it is important, you know. As much as I don't enjoy watching black trauma, um, it, it's still important for, for people to take. Yeah, and one of the, one of the biggest things in that, like, I've heard even from, from like, people who don't um, consider themselves, like, prejudiced or, or like, Maybe they're not on they're they're all the, not all lives matter, but also don't feel like they're, I guess, racist in a way, mm-hmm. like prejudiced in a way. Is that the biggest thing for them is that they can't see themselves in the people that are on TV, right? Or that that are not on TV, but the people who are being killed, the black people who are being killed, like in 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 society. So, um, and this is a point that that the director brought up on the on the um on I guess like interview or, or, or talk was that he wanted to make this character impregnable impregnable say it Pre- impregnable. Impreg- impregnable yeah impregnable oh. <laughs> so that you can't like you can't find any um any fault with this this person so you can't detach yourself from that person right like you didn't want him to, to be like oh I can't see myself as this person so that's why that happened or this would never happen to me they wanted to be like oh no like this is a black person but he's just like anyone else He's he's done no wrong. There's no reason for you to to prejudge him or have any um, prejudice towards him or for whatever. Like there's literally nothing he could have done better to remove himself from this situation. And um, Trayvon Free was was one of the co-directors said mm-hmm. that he actually after the film, one of his white friends came up and said, "Yeah, like I like that that was a big thing for me. That I couldn't I could see myself as that as that person." And he was like super happy with that because that's really what he wanted to drive home. And um, yeah, yeah. I mean, so I didn't, I didn't get a chance to uh, look at the Zoom link, but I don't know if other people picked up on it. But they were definitely like, um, I mean, they did a, a a list of names at the end, but there's definitely like a nod to some of the killings that happened. Yeah. So right. like the whole cigarette thing, um, you know, uh, Eric Garner was mm-hmm. selling cigarettes. Yeah. Um, the first one was him saying you can't, you couldn't breathe, and he, he got yep. choked out. Yep. And then you had um, when they actually do have the conversation. And he's in the cop car, and mm-hmm. then he runs. Once he hears it, he gets shot in the back. There was the uh, 
I think it was South Carolina where this happened. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Walter Walter Scott, I believe. Yeah, I think that's where right. he got shot in the back. So there's like little nods. Um, cool. the SWAT comes in and it's the wrong the wrong house. apartment. Yeah, wrong Breonna Taylor. Taylor. So there was like tons yeah. of little of little like mm-hmm. nods at those things that you know. I mean, I obviously I picked up on because again, you know, this is something that's yeah, right, it's, right, it's something right. that's so regularly happening or whatever. Um, so yeah, I I. I mean, I 100% in, in enjoyed yeah. it, but again... Even, even the part of him trying to make it home to his dog, I think was like, I don't know how purposeful that was, but people can be like, oh, I don't have a... Like, if you're trying to make it home mm-hmm. to his kid, like, oh, why are you out? Or whatever, like, or, or doing this and that or mm-hmm. something. Like, you're, I don't have a kid, so I don't know what that's like, or I don't know, but... Mm-hmm. Everyone yeah. loves dogs. Like yeah. the dogs can do no wrong. So right, yeah. They Especially so in the showing the dog sad. Like damn, he he needs to make exactly. it home to his dog and so on. I thought but, that was kind of funny too. The little yeah. um, like the little iHome thing or the little Alexa for the dog. Yeah, little I mean, product like, placement. She's got little treats like yeah. Pew, pew, and the dog's like okay. There. Was it? I think Furbo was called. Yeah, like fur, that? fur, fur, fur beat. It's kind of it's kind of lit. I need one of those. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely like uh, <laughs> when I get my own spot and like get dogs. That's gonna be so clutch. Um, oh, the the exact word that I said impregnable. Bro, say it. Impregnable. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I, can't, I don't know. I can't say that word, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. he, um, Trayvon Free said unimpeachable. He wanted to make this character unimpeachable. Mm, but hmm. um, a couple other things, which if I'm pretty sure the link is still live, you'll be able to see when you watch it. But the um, the the scene of him being driven home by the police officer and then still getting killed, that um, that was supposed to be they. That actually happened in real life. Like that was I, f- I forget what who who it was, but they listed his name and like in the credits and whatever too. But that actually happened, and they said Did when they that. shot it, they wanted that part to be the most absurd part, like kind of make it like all right, this is beyond the realm of possibility, but we get what you're trying to do here. But it actually happened after mm. they had already shot it. Mm. So when they happened, like wow, like that was kind of crazy that this actually happened in real life, and we were trying to make this the the um the stretch part of it yeah. and then the um the you noticed that or, or said it but the blood coming out in the shape of Af- africa was actually just by chance like it except for like the hoa the horn of africa part mm-hmm. the blood it was like on the last day the last shot um the how the blood spill just happened to be in the shape and like they all saw it in real time we're like all right this is kind of crazy, kind of like eerie or whatever, like movie magic they were saying. And then in post, the only thing they touched or edited was just adding the the Horn of Africa. So Yeah, that part for me, um, yeah, it was a little on the nose, a little on the nose, but still very, um, what's the word? It, it. It gets the point across. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, this, is, this movie was not necessarily for us. And so I think that, imagery there is 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 important um i think the cool thing about this is the relatability so like the dog everybody loves dogs um and then just like again just going back to joey's performance like he just seems like the just like the cool like if i wasn't a black person like he'd be you know joey would be like the cool black friend or you know what i mean like the cool like just like that like he was just a very it, he felt like he can, someone that you would want to get to know or, or right. someone that you'd want to be your friend and you feel for him as he goes through this incredibly extraordinary experience 
Um, so yeah, a, a lot of the credit goes to him and th- it, it makes the viewing experience um, impregnable or, you know, <laughs> unimpeachable. Uh, unimpeachable or impenetrable. You know, there's not much that can really pause um there (laughs) um yeah there isn't really a lot here you know joey was really able to i mean every single thing that happened he responded to it just as i mean i would you know what i mean like it was that relatable where i feel like anybody who watches this they're able to take a piece out of it because of what he brings to it it's a lot of energy uh, um, he's just a very personable and charismatic guy on on screen, and I wasn't I hadn't seen him in other stuff. I know he's in the Wu Tang joint. Mm-hmm. I know he's in so, he's been in some other things. Um, and his rat his hip hop career, he's a little bit more. Um, he's definitely not like around the way you know, kind of like you can imagine him in like a suburb. He's definitely just more like Brooklyn, like. Rah rah, like you know what I mean. Still very conscious, but yeah, very conscious and very knowledge. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But it's this is a different side for me anyway um, that I enjoyed. Yeah. So one more note, because you guys both mentioned it um, that they that they brought up about us having enough um, black pain stories and and so on is that um, he says he said that. What like the the point I brought up before that people came up to me like okay I kind of understand this more now and like you said a couple times Mari like this this not this wasn't necessarily made for it was made by us but not for us right um and that was another thing making it or him or us making it is uh, a way that there isn't like revisionist history or where someone else tells the story so they can they can tell it a little bit differently they don't really tell it in its most raw form or the truest form. So that's another reason why um why he he did it and was like all right I don't feel not feel bad but yeah we do have enough black pain but he also said we can we can have both we can have those stories and we can have um stories like we we've said before we want to see just like our our version of like um right, as, ev- as everything like, yeah. I think we said it like in the first spot we the mm-hmm. movies we said yeah um a couple more points he made was he wanted a, a film that validates that uh, your struggles. Um, seeing it in film is more visceral and like I like the what I said before if it's in just on the news or like in text you're reading an article or um and so on it might not it might not feel the same way and um yeah he said it was it was super tough for him to make but um he knew there was a bigger picture or a bigger goal so he had to he had to get it and they also shot it during the pandemic as well word yeah, and I mean, again, going back to the Academy, I don't want to go on about the great Academy, but I, I I have some respect for the Academy. I like the Academy, but they like this type of stuff. So it was going to get the attention. It was going to get, you yeah. know, the buzz. Um, so, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think some people were kind of, uh, what was it? What else was nominated in the short film category? I, I don't. I didn't even pay attention. Remember. I was like, this one's going to win. <laughs> um, yeah, I knew. Yeah, I was like, yeah, this is probably going to win. Um, but yeah, I, I think, again, yeah, like you said, that, that one that one part about the visceralness, the realness of it, I will disagree on that a little bit, but I know mm-hmm. what he, I know what he's saying there, where it's like you, sometimes you need it to be a little more, you know, 
dramatized. Yeah, dramatized. Right? Dramatized. Why did I add extra stuff there? Well, I, um, I couldn't say the other word, so yeah. we're, we're good now. <laughs> Glosticized. I need it to be. <laughs> um, yeah. I, yeah. Sometimes you do need something to kind of be a little bit more. I mean, I'll say from my perspective, you know, we've read a lot about, I mean, growing up a lot about, you know, the Holocaust and, you know, events like that. I'll say for sure Schindler's List definitely like made me like, oh, okay. <laughs> like that was the Holocaust, you know. Um, and then other events, um, you know, that have happened in history um, that are really significant. They do, you know, sometimes we do need that retelling just to be like, like you said, and like how they were saying in, on, on the Zoom, just like you don't want someone to tell it in the wrong way or, you know, to tell it the way, you know, not to give it the validity or to give it the, you know, the true voice behind yeah. it, you know, when it's time to retell that story. That's, that doesn't, that leads me to another point or something else he said. He wanted it to, he wanted to make it right away. Like I, he wrote it and wanted it to be right, right away because it's also like a stamp in time. kind of Right, like, right, right, right. Instead of making it later where it's not one, it's gonna it was gonna get the most attention and most like it was super relevant right now, but also it kinda just like I said, it puts a stamp or like it's a stamp in time or like a moment in time and it kind of I think rap like they try to do a good job of wrapping it up and telling all the stories, like you said, with the symbolism and, and everything in it. <clears throat> I could for sure um it was perfect as a short, but I could for sure see like it being a feature yeah mm -hmm. um and them adding uh the polar opposite being a white kid having a like the same type of night mm -hmm. and them doing everything in their power to upset like the cops I mean like in different experiences like cursing at him yeah. throwing stuff at him getting into a fight with them right. and then at one point you know the two distant strangers instead of it being the cop and uh the lead character it being this lead character and the white lead character and at one and you know they actually end up crossing each other's path and one of these days where they're reliving the experience so like what if on that scene where he's riding in the car talking to the the cop that the white guy's in the car with him mm -hmm. and then when he shoots him in the back he tells the other kid just to leave and like don't tell anybody like yeah. something along those lines mm -hmm. where it's kind of like because you keep you know we see these, the duality of it yeah, yeah you see that intersection we, between you know cultures yeah, so I could see I could see that being like a, a a feature, but yeah, I mean, my sentiments, like I said, are the same. Like it was a great movie. They definitely did it in a unique way. You definitely like the way they made the audience feel is kind of like how I feel as like mm -hmm. you know a black man in in today's society. So I definitely think it resonated. But I am for sure like tired of you seeing guys get like stressed black, watching it. Black nah i told you i was like desensitized right yeah, from the yeah i was kind of desensitized too I, it was yeah. just like oh i gotta watch a black man get shot a million times in this film <laughs> um so that was it was just like oh lord but um yeah i mean it i mean with the the soundtrack and everything they kind of made it like kind of like there was there was a part of it where it was almost kind of like whimsical like oh he keeps getting shot like yeah. you know he keeps dying and like yes he was kind of traumatized he kept waking up like fuck like but there was kind of like with that music it was kind of like it was almost like kind of light <laughs> which it did i didn't want it to feel i don't know if i should have felt that mm -hmm. um and you know the coloring and everything it was bright yeah. and kind of like inviting so it was a little i felt some mixed emotions while kind of watching it but it uh, again joey really helps carry it 
and carry you through. Um, but yeah, I'd like to put a cap on these. Um, you know, <laughs> I don't, yeah, You're it's like, it? yeah, it's just kind of like, you know, after a certain point, we don't need, um, again, kind of like what I said in the last pod about, uh, Nomad Land. It's like, all right, now it's time to deal with the real. Like, we get this for real, for real, like almost a weekly, sometimes daily basis, depending on the month. Um, and so I could watch a black man get shot, you know, multiple times on, on the news. So it's like, let's start working towards fixing that. Um, but they, again, like you, like you guys were saying, they do a great job of telling the story, you know? Um, so yeah. And, and again, like I was saying when, with the last pod, it's like, hopefully this will inspire those who, again, who this movie was more, you know, directed, directed towards, towards. This will inspire them to, you know, learn and, and and understand and talk, you know, to your fellow neighbor who might not look like you. Yeah, I think the only part that was actually like, I, I wouldn't necessarily say stressful, but like heavy for me was the actual credits. Like seeing all the names yeah. mm-hmm. and seeing them say just walking to the store mm-hmm. with yeah. their kid, you know, like that part was heavy Playing for in me. the park, the kid right. they got, yeah. Yeah, like oh, I'm, that's one that I've... I've talked about for a long time. It's like one of the ones that I frequent when they say like, oh, just comply or just mm-hmm. do any of this. It's like, all right, well, what do you tell this kid who was playing in the park and they never gave him the chance to comply? Mm-hmm. They just showed right. up shoot, showed up shooting. What do you tell that? What do you tell that kid? So it's just, I don't know. At, like that part, like that part was super heavy. But again, like outside of that, the actual part in the movie, like even all the killing and watching him be killed in all these different ways, I kind of was like, yo, like I'm, I'm used to seeing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like SWAT pulled up and they were like, "Is this apartment one two three? She was like, "No, this is three two one. You fool." Oh my it's bad. Like, damn. Yeah, it's like sorry. You might want to get that fixed. Yeah, like so, right. It's like damn, but that <laughs> happens. Like. Yo, like, yeah, one of them, they're just like, yeah, so-and-so sleeping in bed. Like, these are real things, like real events. It's, yeah, it's definitely like, damn, you know, and you you don't want it to have to get so close to home until you, that's the point where you realize the, the reality of of this. Um, but, you know, hopefully this, again, this, this helps, you know, kind of drive it home a little bit more for those that aren't as, you know, aware. Yeah, and not and to be less uh, heavy. Mm-hmm. That's n- another important topic that was discussed in this movie, and that's adding vanilla extract to your <laughs> your French toast does not make you special. Okay, <gasps> everyone does it. It's a normal what ingredient. Her, I, what, what did you guys think of of her character, or her as acting? Because mm. I thought it was like like she didn't do a bad job, but I was like, she. I felt uncomfortable. When, I felt uncomfortable when she said "nigga." I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. There's like, there like a couple Ugh. lines where, where she's like, "Odell Beckham Jr. with the hands." Yeah, like, that no one says that. People say like, OBJ. Like <laughs> it's like, and even if you do say it, that, did not come out. Yeah, like, and then it was, like it kind of took me. It's like, oh yeah, how quickly we forget about Jerry Rice. Like that, it kind of took me out, and I'm like, I, I see they're kind of trying to add some light and like, yeah, they were trying to make there, it. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, mm. the cop was pretty cool. I want to get this guy's name, Andrew Howard. The cop's name was Mark. Yeah, he was. Uh, oh, he was in Limitless. Bradley Cooper. Y'all seen yeah, that? he's in. He's mm-hmm. in a, a few things. He's a couple things. Oh, he was in Tenet. Yep. Still haven't seen that. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. When it got to that end part, I was like, okay, yeah, that was pretty chilling. This was that was creepy. 
Um, so he was he was pretty solid. Um, yeah, those are pretty much the main characters of this. And again, it's a short film, so it's like not much time. Yeah. But um, yeah, the the girlfriend was or the 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 chick. She was like, yeah, she taking me out of it a little bit. She did good with the drama when 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 SWAT pulled up. Oh yeah, that she killed that. Yeah, part. that was good. That was good. And her little back and forth. Banter yeah, the banter. <laughs> it was it was a little unnatural. It was a little unnatural. Yeah. But overall, I mean. Yeah, this was a this was a interesting look. Like five, ten years ago, this would have been like, oh my gosh, like this is like, how dare you? No. Yo, well, more of like just like a wow, like I never thought of it like this. Like mm-hmm. you know, again, you know, now you know we're we're a little more sophisticated. We're a little bit more used to this, unfortunately. Um, so it doesn't you know hit as hard. But again, like we said. You know the audience that this is, you know, directed towards. They're they're hopefully, you know, getting the message. Yeah, I like that it was it was a short also because you have no excuse to not watch it. <laughs> right, it's exactly. twenty nine minutes. Yeah, like, and that's a good point too. It's, yeah, it's, it's like easy to digest. It's a sitcom and, yeah. length or whatever. Facts. But uh, rating wise, I guess we'll we'll rate it even though it's our topic. What do you have it as? I'd go with eight, eight and a half. Yeah, I was gonna say that too. Yeah, I have eight and a half also. I'll go, I'll go eight. 8.5 for me yeah i think that i don't know i think not that it's hard hard to mess up shorts but oh you could for sure you, mess you, up yeah shorts. you could definitely you could definitely i mean after that maybe i've just only seen the good ones but but um but i think it was super it was super well done it was unique um yeah yeah all in all like i think all all aspects of the the couple ones where we're like ah kind of didn't feel it were were well done and they didn't. I don't think they missed anything. Like in in, in movies like this and and stuff, there is really easy to miss, or or um or forget or maybe not forget, but just like not include something. But they they made a, a point and it, it was evident that they they were gonna tell it all, and I like that about that. Yeah, facts. And now into our, our feature length, <clears throat> Sound of Metal. You wanna you wanna give a I guess a, a plot. Or intro to that, Amari or Gabe, one of you? Um, yeah, so the main character, Ruben, played by the great Riz Ahmed, um, basically plays a uh, heavy metal drummer with his girlfriend. Um, they are a touring uh, band, and he loses his hearing. He goes deaf, completely deaf. And the film essentially just uh, you follow along with him as he deals with this new disability um, and how his relationships and um, his relationships with his family, friends and with himself kind of unfold and unravel as yeah. a result of his loss. A lot of it was about the, the internal battle, or the, just the coping of exactly like being exactly. a musician <laughs> and right. um, losing your hearing. Yeah, I, I, that's one of the, the major, like, when he, uh, I mean, I, I do this every podcast. I kind of like dive into the movie. But when he, uh, yeah, <laughs> when he gets, in, yeah. when he, whoa, when he, um, <laughs> when he, uh, he gets was... to the, I, I, I guess it's like a, a facility meant for the betterment of people with hearing disabilities. Yeah, hearing dis, mm-hmm. hearing dis, it's, all, it's like hearing disabilities and also like former former addicts and stuff. St- yeah, or like or people who maybe mm-hmm. because they 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 were deaf they've 
it right, had a huge them. effect on their life and it kind of went a wrong way and they're kind of just trying to get back in and become functioning and better citizens or or at least yeah, better rehab for themselves for, for deaf yeah. people as a result yeah. most of the pretty much of their deafness yeah and i think the the, the thing that stood out the most to me, which was, I mean, something that I didn't really think about, but I, it makes so much sense is that the, the guy who was over, it was like, listen, when you're here, we're concerned about fixing this. Yeah. Not this. Mm-hmm. That's what we're concerned about. And that at like, I was like, you know what? That makes so much sense because this person is pretty much learning life all over again. They're learning how to cope with life in a truly different manner, how to use sign language, how to pick, read lips, how to pick up on body language, how they're going to do normal everyday things differently than the way they did it before and not being frustrated that they can't do it the way they did it before, but accepting that this is how things are and they just have to adapt. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah. And, you know, I, I mean, I, I think before, Right before he gets there, like when he's with his girl, he's talking about the way to fix this is like give him a gun so he can put it in his mouth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was like he was really struggling with the Mm -hmm. idea of like relearning life and accepting that this is the new way things were going to be or whatever. And I think it was it was um, this one, like unlike, you know, a previous movie actually had like a happy, like happy parts. It has some payoff. Like you see like him adjusting, him being there, him building new relationships him having fun you see kids playing like kids even though they have a disability you see like all these normal the the normalcy of these things and him like learning a new life and loving the new life that he's learned appreciating it, yeah. yeah appreciating it you know be you know um so yeah I, I think that's the part that stood out to me like when it comes to like disabilities i think like as a person who you know fortunately doesn't have any it's kind of hard for me to be like I can imagine this happening, you know what I'm saying? Or put myself in this person's shoes. So thinking about, I'm like, you know, this person is really like having to relearn life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And relearn. Only that, like he was a, he was also another layer a, that they added. So he's a former yeah, addict. He's an addict. Yeah. And could have been easy that for him Easily. To, to go like, I, I, I was, the, the movie does a really good job of sucking you in and, and boss. <laughs> It's cool. Of, it's like cool, bringing, bro. It's cool. of bringing you in and making you feel like you're also losing your hearing, especially right. with the sound design, which they yeah. won a won an Oscar for. Awesome. Um, like you feel like you're you're living how this guy is living, or like experiencing like losing your hearing the the same way. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I could cope with it. Just being someone. I mean, I've I've never been addicted to drugs or have had like other hardships like that so i having that on top of um recovering and and um and coming back from from being in a in a really low place like i was like yo i don't this is this is crazy that this is a this is a huge feat like it's not for the yeah. not for the meek absolutely not and i like how you started with that scene with him with Ruben and Joe played by Paul Reichy i think he was like a new newly discovered actor like just like found him off the street kind of deal he delivered that scene incredibly where he just basically i think he brings home the overall theme of this where okay so there is the layer of dealing with disability dealing with addiction community you know trying to you know cope with the situation together but he when he addresses ruben when he confronts him about you know him fixing his dis fixing his disability 
Joe was just basically kind of like, you cheated. Like, you came here to learn how to live with this. Like, everyone else, everyone who's here, it can't just, you know, they, some, you know, just can't afford to fix this disability. Um, and it was like, it was just a powerful moment where, you know, this man, this is like his life's work. Yeah, he's you like, know, I need, I need everyone. Home. Yeah, yeah, like, everyone needs to be on the same page here. You, you broke that trust of just like being 100% with this, um, you know, program. with this program. And so I thought that was incredibly powerful. And then I just also like how it's like, okay, so he got, you know, he got fixed in a way and then you know he later kind of finds out like well damn like i'm kind of just gonna like he's never gonna hear the same ever again and what he was hearing after the surgery it was not a pleasant sound and again the sound design does a great job of just kind of taking you in and out in and out of what he's experiencing as he you know dies further and further into his disability I also liked how they didn't include subtitles all the time. Yeah, like when they were signing, they didn't. Yeah, as he learned how to sign, then they included subtitles. And I think that kind of got the audience or the viewer lost as well. Like, what the hell are they saying? (laughs) Well, what are you saying? Or feeling feeling his pain even more. Right, just feeling that lostness, like just feeling that complete like emptiness of just like, I don't know what's going on. Like, I kind of want to get out of here. Like, what's going on? Um, so I just loved that about this film. Uh, and then again, you know, um, I love the performances. Riz is killer in this. Like, wow. Like, I've seen him in other stuff. Um, and uh, this one right here is definitely his best. Uh, he, mm-hmm. I just, it, it's a lot in his face. Like, you know, it's like a lot of this is just like him realizing, like, I can't hear it for real. Like, you know, and just like him coming to terms with when he finally tells his his, him, his girlfriend, yeah. he's just like, "I am deaf." Like, yeah. I like he couldn't say it for the longest. He was just like, "I'm deaf." Like, this sucks. You know, um, he was just so just incredibly raw, and I enjoyed watching him. Just like he's like almost plunging into insanity. Almost mm-hmm. like you're watching him like slowly lose his mind over the fact that he can't hear. And the main thing he has to do for his life's like work, like. He, he's a performer. He's a drummer. Like, he has to hear. Like, you know, it's like that That was just awesome. I, I really enjoyed watching him. Yeah, and I, I for me, there was some symbolism in that where, like, we all, I mean, everybody has issues or things about them that they consider an issue and that they, if they wanted to or they had the means to, they would change. Mm-hmm. But then it's kind of like, okay, well, what happens if you change it and it is not what you wanted it to be and you yeah. just mm-hmm. want to go back to the way things were, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And there's a lot of those, you know, types of situations and, you know, not to delve too much into it, but I mean, I even seen a recent story on the news where it was like a bunch of women who had previously gotten like surgeries, like right. body operations. Yep. And then they, yeah. and not only that, but it was causing complications down the line mm-hmm. And they end up having to go back and get them reversed or go back and get things taken out or redone or, you know, et cetera. And they're kind of like they wish they had never, you know, Mm -hmm. done it. Like, was it was their them wanting to fix whatever this was that they thought was wrong with them, like worth what they're putting themselves through, et cetera. And so, like, I feel like that's kind of what it was with him. Like 
he lost the one place where he felt valued after losing his hearing. And then he realized that he didn't like what he had. Now he didn't even really like it. He preferred like to just not hear anything than mm-hmm. to hear it was very the, just like yeah not unpleasant yeah at all. And so now like you gave up the one place where you actually felt like like you 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 were valued and you belonged for what you know for what you thought you you could gain from this. And now it's kind of like you don't. And then the other part of symbolism that I feel like is super relatable. And it's about the idea of like starting over. And I feel mm-hmm. like in in a person's life, like there's gonna be plenty of times where you start over. You know what I'm saying? Like there's the, you know, you go into school and now you enter into the real world. That's you starting over. Like, you know what I'm saying? This is a new life for you. Mm-hmm. There's people who like, okay, you know, they're doing one career path and they pivot and go to another career path. That's them starting over. There's people when they retire, like they've been doing this one thing their entire life and now they're not doing that anymore. They're starting over. You know what I'm saying? Like it's tons of situation. Even some parents, like they've been raising their kids. Now their kids are leaving out of the house and they're not with them. They're starting over. Like there's tons of situations in our lives where we continuously have to start over and how, how do we respond to, to that adversity yeah. to that adversity and i feel like it touched on that and it touched on like how starting over doesn't always have to be necessarily yes there's some hardship yes you don't want to do it but there can be some some light at the end of that tunnel like starting over there can be yeah, some happy new, moments right. yeah right. a new life doesn't mean or a new a new journey doesn't mean that it's a worse journey or like it's it has to be a worse journey and, it's different. Yeah, and dwelling on the old journey could sometimes cause you to be in a worse predicament than yeah. just enjoying. Get yourself, the new- yeah, further down the thing. But yeah, yeah. that 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 you you pointed it out, Omar. That um, that part where he basically gets kicked out of the home because he uh he went in and tried to fix his disability. Uh, I put put that in quotes because Joe Joe specifically said he's like I yeah, he's I can't like- have you here because. Everyone who who's here, who's here, I can't have them think like the whole point of them being here is so that they don't think that this is a disability. Right. Like they can't think that this is. A, I need everyone who's living here to not feel like this is a disability, so that they can like progress and still be still be people. Right. Or not like like so, like like I said, a lot of them were were um were there like recovering and stuff. Mm-hmm. So can have that extra stress. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this was a good one, guys. Um, everyone was very um, in it. Like, all the performances were really great. Um, the girlfriend was pretty good, Olivia Cook. Um, I enjoyed mm-hmm. her. Um, you know, that's, you know, everyone's affected when, you, when, when a single person, you know, goes through this type of thing. Um, you know, it's one thing to be born with it. Um, but it's another thing to have, you know, you've lived all this life as a grown adult and, you know, your whole world's flipped upside down. Yeah, you know? they did. And, and you take for granted, you know, you, you take for granted those types of things, being able to walk, being able to talk, being able to hear, being able to see. Um, you know, I can definitely say that I'm running on like a contact and a half right now. So <laughs> <laughs> I definitely, you know, you, you, you just don't, you know, you, you just don't you know, have that appreciation for certain things until they're lost, you know, and this was definitely one of those things where it's just like, this guy was just living his life, you know, on the road with his girlfriend performing and all of a sudden that's just not, you know, that just isn't able to happen anymore. And it's just like, what do you do? You know, how do you respond? And I think this character didn't respond well, you know, and as the 
movie progressed and as he you know grew with it and yeah. learned he still it didn't work out yeah he you know, thought he, he thought he was like all right out. i'm making i'm he even said he's like yeah i had to do this for me right. like i need to take control back of my life and you talk yourself into into things but like all right like this is what's best for me when really like it might it might not be the best thing right and and like they you you mentioned it too like having to to start a new journey or re or relive or like relearn things uh gabe and i think they did a good job of showing him like in school with like five-year-olds and like mm-hmm. <laughs> like like kids and he's in there and they're teaching him things about how, how to sign and how to like live and playing games and and so on and so i thought i don't know i thought it it covered all the bases it it um it touched on everything in a in a really unique and an enlightening way for people who like I I felt like now that I know what it's like to 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 be deaf, but I felt like I experienced that mm-hmm. during yeah. this movie. Mm-hmm. And um, you touched on uh, what's her name? His girlfriend, Lou. Yeah, you touched on Lou and her character, and you know he talks about how she saved his life, like mm-hmm. she gave him some tough love and saved his life, and then later on in the film. I feel like they kind of they kind of hinted at how she was able to do that. So, mm-hmm. um, I feel so he was taught like he sees her again. He's at her home and she's singing with her dad and she's singing in like Russian and it's a diff- completely no, different completely different French French, French. Mm-hmm. yeah French. and she there it's a completely different style of music than what they used to perform and he was like oh you sound great like that you seem like at home da da da, da. and she was like listen that's my father's type of music that's the type of music he had me singing my entire life growing up I don't that's not me that's not what I like I had yeah. to leave here so that I could live in my truth. And I kind of feel like because she had that experience of having to leave for her to live in her truth, she was able to push him to leave so he could live in his truth. Mm-hmm. And you get what I'm saying? So I feel like, yes, he loved, he loved music, but I feel like his relationship with her and him loving her he even said it, like, you're all I have. When that situation started to and break for down. for her, it was the same way. Like, when when she basically, like, left him at the door, mm-hmm. like, that right. was an intense scene. Yeah. And, like, I'm like, yo, she's super lit for being able to do that one. Yeah. Because I know, like, I may have just stuck it on, but, like, you know what, I can probably help help this person. I can probably figure it out. Even though, like, the best possible place for him was being in that in that um that group home yeah, i guess for, for lack sure, of a better word sure. and i totally thought i thought like he wasn't gonna see this girlfriend again oh yeah and i thought he was gonna start hooking up with diane the teacher with the kids oh. i totally <laughs> thought that was the direction i was like oh okay that would be really nice when i originally was watching and thought the movie was gonna end you know like happy i was like oh like he'll fall in love with diane and like they'll have a you know great life in this community but Life doesn't happen like that, you know? And it's like, uh, we were talking about Nomadland in the last pod, and it's like that reality setting in um, when it comes to these types of things. Everything isn't a storybook ending. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, you know, choices that you make, they have the repercussions. Um, and it's, it's easy to say, well, he should have done this, he should have done that. We haven't, you know, gone deaf. Yeah. But uh, and we and, have the, we have the, uh, what is it called? hindsight's 20, yeah, 20. Hindsight's like we, we can see yeah, we can exactly. see the whole picture yeah we can see the whole thing and to be honest when he got the surgery i'm like like all right i feel him because he wants to hear again yeah. i didn't think it was going to sound terrible yeah and then you realize like oh yeah and i wonder what it sounds yeah. like to be i would love to get i i, I hope yeah. they have something on and like youtube that, maybe someone reacting who's like deaf or has a hearing aid like 
What do they hear? Like for real? That scene after his surgery pissed me off. Really? I'm gonna tell you why it pissed me off because I feel like doctors sometimes do this. Um, so I I oh, I, I, I had to about. I had uh, shoulder surgery before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there was a process that you have to go through, like giving you an MRI, et cetera. So the doctor was like, oh, this is a standard procedure. You know, we don't we don't need to waste like your money, your time with you coming in to do like this MRI. We've been over this. We did X, Y, and Z. So then we go through the surgery. And then he's he after the surgery, we're doing our consultation. And he's like, well, it was a lot worse in there than what I expected. We actually think we may have to go back in and do that. And I'm like. Fuck no. Like and you told hell, me like, we didn't do like... we didn't need to do an MRI because this is a routine thing. Yeah. Right. Why would I trust you again to do this over again when you didn't do necessary uh You didn't do re- your job the first time. Do your yeah. job the first time. Why would I allow you to do this again? And why would you be giving me this information after the fact? This anything you saw in there shouldn't be news to you. It shouldn't be yeah. a new thing. It shouldn't be something that we're both learning you should have been informed about this before you did the surgery and so i was pissed that no one informed him that it wasn't really him going to be able to hear again but it was that some sort of of with technology that they were tricking his brain Mm -hmm. into hearing again and that he they should have communicated like hey you're probably not going to hear the same way you did before this is the system that we have in place this is you know how this works it should have been like this is what it's going to sound like this is a simulation of what potentially what it could sound like we do have ways that we can like adjust and make it sound better sound worse right. etc try to get it to the best setting for you but the way that you 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 heard things before you're never going to hear that way again right. they should have communicated that information beforehand and so i could see why something like that would have been like i would have been pissed off yeah you told me this after like i've sold my my after home it's already done. i've i've gone through this surgery i've given up everything pretty much for for this opportunity to be able to hear again and then you tell me like well, no, you're yeah. not going to be able to hear again the that, way like, you the did dem- before. Com- the demeanor completely changes too. Like the doctor right. was like, "Oh, right. like, yeah, we're going to do this. Everything's going to be good." And then you see, and then after, like, yeah, just come back in four weeks, and like we'll get you going. Super happy. And then like he starts talking, like, "Ah, uh, like it kind of sounds bad. Can you adjust?" And you can. She's like, "It's as good as you're going to get. Like, sorry, like <laughs> the tail of two or two. I don't. I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but." <laughs> Two, like, two yeah, sides of a coin sides. yeah yeah. <laughs> like, yeah yeah definitely it's it's, it's messed up um, so how do you um how do you think it because you kind of alluded to this ending sad how do you think i mean it you we know how it ends but what do you think happened after that you think he just you think he never sees glue again do you what do you think i think i think he would be ideal to go back to the um the the place the care facility mm-hmm. and he'd be a prime example of why they don't need to get it fixed right because he right. went and got the surgery and he was like nah my, my life is my quality my quality of life is when better this, yeah. with without here without hearing oh, yeah. like when i'm here with you guys my quality of life is better like going to get it fixed and doing all this wasn't worth it yeah right. so i think he could for sure go back in my head the ending that i saw once i saw him like teaching the kids how to play drums mm-hmm. is some sort of performance right. with the kids right. him and lou okay yeah yeah when i saw that lou she she had transformed you know i mean and then she also had alluded to you know her own pains and struggles particularly with drug abuse and you know that was 
before she, um, you know, left. And hurting herself, too. Yeah, and hurting herself. Both of them. And so to see her in a completely different, I mean, her her appearance and everything is just completely different from what we see when we first meet her in the film. And so I was like, yeah, it's not going to work. Like, she's in a different, she's living a different life now. Um, And I don't see his character, I don't see Ruben fitting in that. Um, yeah, I mean, if Joe would accept him coming back and being that, you know, that lesson, you know, to everyone else there, like, hey, like, this is, you know, this isn't necessarily the route. And again, I mean, I guess everyone could be different. I mean, Mm -hmm. everyone, some people might come out of that surgery or procedure and have a better result. I mean, you know, people's bodies are different. I'm, I'm not sure. Again, I'd love to see what people who have hearing aids or have gone through this um think about it but um yeah i imagined it ending again like a little more storybook with him working with the kids and you know embracing the um the la- you know his inability to hear rather than um you know being all messed up and, about it yeah, yeah and just trying yeah, to yeah i have a fix uh, it. an aunt who's who's deaf in in one ear mm-hmm. and they told her about I guess that's it. I, I didn't find out until after my mom was because I watched it with my mom. She was telling me about it. And the doctors actually told her, like, yeah, like, it's not going to sound the same. And you may even pick, pick up, like, radio frequencies right. and, and stuff like that. <clears throat> she was like, yeah, hell no, I'm definitely not doing that. And, like, <laughs> I'll be yeah. good with just, obviously, you shouldn't lost it in, in one ear. But she's like, yeah, I'll be I'll be good with that. I'll, I'll thug it out with that. But, um, yeah, but for for the ending, I think that. Like once he gets completely overwhelmed by the church bell and like takes it off, I think that he definitely um I think he and he has that moment of stillness that, that Joe was also talking about. Where he's like, Oh, did you ever have that moment of stillness? Or like that's where I find peace, that's where like I um I find joy like enjoyment in life or and being like this way. Once he finds that and he's like, All right, like I, I don't have this crazy banging, which is also like the movie it kind of like you said the term before I forgot what it was, but they kind of like buttoned it up with the sound of metal at the end, and also mm-hmm. them playing like extremely crazy sounding metal in the Facts. beginning, and like how how those symmetry. how those two sounds like, yeah the symmetry yeah those two sounds um or how like the, yeah the symmetry in that, but I think um, even with like Lou's transformation, I think it was also. Her just being like, all right, I need to. I, this is what I need for stability until I get my boy back, basically. Right. Yeah. So I think if I, the way I saw it, anything is like, all right, I think he's gonna find his peace and his like, he's gonna come to terms with what he is now and how he is now, and then having that understanding, I think he can now move forward. But I knew like the entire time where he had the stuff on his head or the the implants in, he wasn't gonna be able to to continue life that way and yeah. be happy and be either a good influence or be able to have a healthy relationship with Lou. But yeah, I don't know if they, if him and Lou, like only reason why I say that is because to me, it seems like their relationship was based off of like helping each other overcome like like, all this pain. Yeah. Yeah. And now that they both seem to be like in a healthier place, Mm -hmm. then where is the connection now? Like there's not say there's not going to be any pain, but Mm -hmm. like there's definitely, you know, neither. um, I think they just, 
it's been described as like a type of relationship where like one person is the helpy and one person is the helper. And like th- those type of people tend to always want to be that in relationships. Mm-hmm. Well, when neither one of them has to be those things or they're needed to be those things, then what type of relationship do they have? Like even when they're having a conversation and he's like, oh, you look good. You look healthy. And they're talking like she looks annoyed by certain things that he's saying like, oh, you look happy singing with your dad. She's like, yeah. I hated it. Oh, well, you look this, mm-hmm. you know, I don't like it. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like it just seemed like all right they're they're at this point and both of them are healthy now and so neither one of them needs to depend on the other one for but that's see that's where i disagree because he wasn't healthy in that point because he was lying he couldn't hear anything it sounded terrible terrible to him he was just trying to make himself feel like hey i'm better now like we're we're good when he really wasn't and like he's like oh yeah like I'm, i'm enjoying being good here and all this stuff like all that stuff was fake like he was just like trying to Trying to like, all right, I made this decision. Now I kind of have to stick with it. Let me try to like figure out how to make it work and and make this and make this work. But I think both of them being healthy or whatever could could still get back together because at, at that point he wasn't nece- he wasn't the same healthy person he was when he was at at the ranch or whatever it was. So I feel like if he can, if he had that moment of clarity or like that, all right, this is how I'm gonna move forward and. Joe was right kind of deal and he just like comes forward and comes clean basically like because she was she was kind of he was basically like trying to fake it fake it till he made it with her and get her like oh you kind of sounded good because he couldn't tell what's going on he's all disoriented I mean that's at least what I took and because we can see on her face that she was definitely not enjoying <laughs> enjoying right. it she was being yeah, forced nah, to she wasn't feeling it and I feel like he could kind of tell but he was just like all right maybe this is good for her so I'm gonna try to just keep pushing her this way where if he right. if he comes back or he has that all right I'm healthy now or like I I understand what Joe was talking about how I need to be that they could they could continue but yeah um, well he is gonna have to tell her that he sold everything though <laughs> I don't right. know if he wants to do that <laughs> well, exactly like the thing is it's just like their relationship was mainly the foundation was mainly music like and performing like they are not gonna do that again they they won't be able to do that again um and um again yeah her being in this completely different moment she looked healthy she sounded healthy she was just a completely different person that he that had left him behind to go find his own help um so yeah they they need to go their separate ways again i totally see him hooking up with diane um, he just wants to back, make this happen. Yeah, yeah. I want to end back with Diane. Diane was looking good. I was like, "Yo, Diane, <laughs> was looking so nice." Like, "Yo, go back with my dog." Um, but um, yeah. Over overall, it, this was a really f- good viewing experience. Um, again, the sound design, sound design that was awesome. Like. Mm-hmm. I mean, from the very moment that he, that, that, and the, that's what I love about these types of films when you know there's going to be a switch. And I was like, okay, how are they going to do it? Like, what's well, going to be his first moment where he's like, I, I can't hear shit. It was perfect. Like, Riz's face again, like, just his, like, him just staring into like space, just like, I can't, like, what? It was really, really good. Um, and yeah, it's like you almost feel like, like you. Re- it really helped you kind of feel like what he was feeling and, and hearing or not hearing. Um, so yeah, this was this was a cool one, guys. And I was trying to look up like the director and stuff, and the director, um, Derek Clenfair, Clenfrance, I believe. 
Um, he directed Place Beyond the Pines. Oh, okay. Um, okay, well, no, okay, wait. So Darius Martyr directed this, and he wrote Place, the Beyond, Place the Beyond the Pines. I can kind of see, like, parallels. Yeah. And, like, at least, like, the mood and stuff. Exactly, but, um, exactly. And the story, he did mm-hmm. the, He did the story along with... Um, I, liked, I liked the cinematography and stuff, too. France. I liked how it was shot and, like, the overall, like, feel of it and, yeah. and the coloring. Um, that opening scene was super oh, lit. Yeah. Like, yeah. was it? <laughs> everything. Cinematography, sound design, everything was OD. Yeah. In that, that first scene, for, the opening scene, for sure. Yeah. And then, like, the when I'm watching the beginning, because, I, I mean, I don't listen to metal music. Right. Yeah, or so, metal rock. Yeah. No. So, I was like, all right, this is kind of jarring. I wonder how this movie, because I didn't know anything about the movie. I like going into movies like that. Like, oh, this is a good movie. Or mm-hmm. it got rated, there's awards for it. Let me check it out. But the first thing I thought was like, how long are the careers of metal singers? Because they know. are just straining their voice. I know for for a living. Like, is it like four to five years? Yeah. I don't know how. Like, I if know. I could be like, ah, screaming, yeah, like, yeah. And, like talking the next day. I don't know. Yeah, and it kind of made sense that he's like going deaf. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and that's commentary. I mean, I'm sure you 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 guys have gotten it from your parents. Like, cut that music down. You gonna go deaf? And I was, I, I'm always like, hey, look, I gotta listen to my tunes, okay? Like, it is what it is. I never listen to music again. Not a loud volume. Yeah, or even <laughs> in my earphones. Like, just think about your earphones, and that's that's just like directly like boom, like. It did give me kind of like, hmm, maybe I should turn my thing down just a, just a notch. Maybe we could turn Young Thug down just a turn, but I'm not going any lower than that. Changes it changes the experience. Yeah, and look, yeah. by the time you know, you know, we'll probably be. We, I don't, you know, the the odds of you going deaf are, are I don't know what the the numbers are on that, but. Love. By the time we, you know, 40, 50, like, there's going to be some technology out there that's going to you know, <laughs> recorrect our situation. We'll be able to hear normal again. <laughs> no, but, um, yeah, it was overall a really good commentary on, again, you don't want to consider it a disability, but in technical terms, it's a disability. Um, and uh, it was a good look at, you know, someone dealing with that. Yeah, it makes you, gives you a different kind of appreciation yep. for being able to hear something so simple. Like, yeah. I don't know if I if I lost any of my senses, which like <laughs> which one would be eyesight? No, that would I mean you would no what? No, I'm I'm saying you were. Oh, that'd be the worst one. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's not it's not terrible, but like nah, the one that I like, I can I used mind. to play basketball and <laughs> whatever without context. True. I didn't have context for like oh lord four years during college. Dang, me yeah. I'd, I'd I'd be okay with losing a sense of smell. Boom, my, same as long as I can keep taste. Yeah. Though. Oh, taste? I was going to say maybe mine would be taste. No, no fuck no. Absolutely yeah. not. I like, bacon? I, mean, yeah, I, would, you, I, I was would, about to say, you got to be the baker slash cook. Like, yeah, not having this. Really no way. The eater? But, no. Whatever. I'm, I'm not. A, Gabe knows I'm an eater also, but I thought of it from like functional. Like functionally. Functionally. Yeah. Like, I mean, smell. Like, like taste, like, I'm like, all right. It, like I love really good food, but if I lost taste, Taste, I could just eat healthy and be like, <laughs> be straight. It's the same thing. And not even realize, like, oh, okay, but it's if like I lost I still smell, need a little like, bit like, of hmm, sasson on my shit. I, I need a season. I can my get stuff. into some danger. If I mean, s- smell and taste are very, not very similar, but they work hand in hand. Yeah, they of. do. So yeah, I don't think you can have one. If you had that. less, if you, if you didn't have taste, you probably wouldn't be able to smell as well, right, and, right, and the right. same thing, vice versa. Right. For sure. But I don't know. I feel like smelling stuff could get me out of more danger than 
than tasting like if I, don't, I can smell as a fire or like there's the gas is still on it smells like gas in here so functionally i was like all right let me let me go with taste no in in regular (laughs) people let's assume that you know the world's not ending and i don't have to follow the north star and everything yeah i'll I'll, you know i'll keep my taste i need yeah i need i need my foods yeah it's just that way yeah it's no way yeah but i get i like that i like how you're thinking aj that's fair. Like, if the you know, if if I had to, if I was or like eating, if eating I was a nomad like, and I yeah. had to, you know, <laughs> oh no, I had no. To. <laughs> no, but if, if like food is probably like one of, I would say like my vices, I guess, or like one of my biggest vices. Like, yeah, I, I like food, I like to eat, so I'm like, yeah, I'd just be healthier. Well, that's all <laughs> I gotta eat healthier. Yeah, I'll just like, give it up. Just eat, just, I love this eat, so much. Spinach all the time, all and the time. that's it. Like, I just boil some chicken and spinach, and it won't be like, oh, this tastes like cake. Like, I don't know. Man. <laughs> ah, I need it. I need it in my life. So, what would you guys rate this movie? I'll start with AJ because Amari always goes first. Amari always goes first. <laughs> so I'm going to put say, the pressure on AJ. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Uh, nine. Nine or 9.5 is up there. It's like, I like I'll also, like, I, I kind of have an affinity for unique stories and. Mm-hmm. And um, kind of, I guess, movies that have an indie feel to it or something. Just unique stories, like under underrated actors, and and you still getting an amazing movie where you might like it, that might not always be the the result. So nine, nine and a half. Yeah, I I go like eight and a half, nine. Yeah, for sure. Um, Again, the bar of Shawshank. Yeah, the bar of Shawshank. Yes, so, yeah. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. Gonna I, actually, difficult. now that. Yeah, that's hard. yeah, I'm gonna say eight and a half, nine. Um, I'll give it a nine. I think you know this was a very uh, Academy Award, you know, nominated worthy um, performance by Riz. I just loved watching him. You know dip in and out of insanity him trying to come to terms with things him you know kind of falling back and being like oh wait i can fix this um he just goes through so many different emotions there is even a little bit of humor in there you know with when he's trying to deal with things like you know i can't talk you know like (laughs) you can hear me i can't hear you but i'm just gonna talk to the phone um, you know, I smoked a cigarette right now, which I shouldn't have done, but hey, I'm going to have, uh, <laughs> given, given know, circumstances, given the circumstances, <laughs> right. It's like, you know, it, the, the reality of it, he's able to kind of, you know, pull it, pull you in even more. So what would you rate his performance? Um, uh, his performance at 10 out of 10. 10. Yeah. Yeah. His performance at 10 out of 10. Like again, just the face. I mean, he, without even saying lines, he was he, con- you can he was, see it in his face. He's he like, and he does that thing that we all do when our hearing is a little wonky. We're like doing that old thing. And yeah. it's like, it's not happening. He's just like, what? Like, what is going on? Like, I need to hear. I was doing that during the movie. Yeah. At some point. I, I did it with, yeah, I was doing it with him. Like, I mean, <laughs> overall, it just does a great job of of engulfing you into the experience of what he's going through. Um, and so for that, I'll, I'll give it a, I'm going to give it a nine. I'm going to give it a nine yeah. out of ten. I would like to point out that out of us three, you didn't with this movie, but you give the hottest takes of each movie, but you also rate them the highest. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's why. That's why I took mine a little bit down because I I wanted I I need to keep not consistency, but like 
I'm, I'm not trying to like pigeonhole myself into being like everything's a knock out of the park or whatever. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's what I said. I, I, I created the same way I did when we were just like trying to rank the yeah the series. point system. I have to create so that's what I'm like. Okay, five means I'm not rewatching this. If it's lower than a five, it, it means I like really yeah. dislike the movie. There's probably only one movie that comes to mind that I rank like a one. Um, then if it's a six, I mean I re I give it another chance, mm-hmm. and then you know. From the eight to nine range, I mean, it's good, but it 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 ain't like over the top. Like okay, you know, there's a few tens I can think of, like Parasite, yeah. Shawshank Redemption. Like those mm-hmm. to me are like, all right. So me giving something a ten, it'd be like I have to put it in that same stratosphere. Same, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I have to me knowing that keeps keeps you keeps, yeah. keeps me in line. Yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, as a shitty movie critic, I believe that they're. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, for me, it's just like I, I try and take both sides. So it's like I'll take my opinion and I'll take like what it's what the movie's giving or like try to what, take bias out of it also. Right. Like I'm trying to put both together. Um, You know, again, like going back to Nomadland, it's like, you know, like I understand like why this is, you know, what it is like in terms of, you know, the construction of the film and the performances that are in it. Um, and the direction, et cetera, um, with this one. Um, yeah, again, like bringing all those things together coupled with, you know, really good commentary, um, great performances, uh, a great just overall packaging of the film from the cinematography, coloring, sound design, um, soundtrack. I enjoyed all of that. Um, um, yeah, I mean, Riz... You know that that category was stacked. All the categories were stacked, um, performing wise. Um, so he wouldn't have. I can. I can't see him getting it in any year of memory <laughs> right now. But it's good. It's so good. Yeah, I like that. He's his um his character changes. It's not like right that you're not getting the same exact person the entire time. You're you're seeing ebbs and flows. Facts. And he he executes all of it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Me and my contact and a half agree. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, with that, we have our readings in. It's been another episode of What We Watching. Yes, sir. Are you gonna do your finger guns? Huh? Your pew, f- pew 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 pew. <laughs> <laughs>